न भगवान सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी May, May unto me, unto me, anugraha, anugraha, favor, favor, cha, cha, and, and, iti, iti, thus, thus, yad, yad, which, which, adyaksha, adyaksha, the supreme ruler, the supreme ruler, prabhasya say, prabhasya say, you say, you say. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Ekta Bhakti Vedanta Swami Prabhupada. The sages said. Wait a minute. Oh, sorry, sorry. The sages said, "O Supreme Personality of Godhead, we are unable to know what you intend for us to do. For even though you are the supreme ruler of all, you speak in favor, in our favor, as if we had done something good for you." Okay. Please repeat. The sages said. The sages said. O supreme personality of Godhead. O supreme personality of Godhead. We are unable to know. What you? We are unable to know. What you intend for us to do. What you intend for us to do. For even though you are the supreme ruler of all. For even though you are the supreme ruler of all. You speak in our favor. You speak in our favor. As if we had done something good for you. As if we had done something good for you. Purport: The sages could understand that the supreme personality of Godhead, who is above everyone, was speaking as if he were in the wrong. Therefore, it was difficult for them to understand the words of the Lord. They could understand, however, that the Lord was speaking in such a humble way, just to show them His all-merciful favor. Oh my God, to me none does shake your hands and shake your head. Just for a minute, I mean. Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha. I was born in the darkest days. I was preaching Master Shri Prabhupada as opening my eyes of the torch light. Now I shout my respectful obeisance unto Him. All men will achieve from the right. Vishayakuchu Navayam Bhagavan Vidmas Tava Deva Jagirshitam Kritome Nubrahascheti Yadat Yakshak Prabhasase. Sages said, "O Supreme Personality of Godhead, we are unable to know what you intend for us to do. Even though you are the supreme ruler of all, you speak in our favor as if we had done something good for you." So, <clears throat> I was thinking that you know, maybe make some comments on this mood of the sages, which is so nice, and. Uh, You know, because um, they, well, first of all, they're recognizing him as the supreme ruler. I was thinking, okay, Narayan has appeared before them, but in Vaikuntha, all these, they all look like Narayan, everybody. So how, how does, how do the sages exactly know that they're looking at? You know, the number one. Marcus Huh? Marcus Shreve, they did check his feet. Oh, look at this. 
Lord has the number three bucks and not everyone else. Oh. And the Ryan also has that? Yeah. No. So that means everybody might come to has that? No. No. <laughs> okay. Only the Lord. All right. Uh, thank you for enlightening me about that. I thought Krishna had the Srivats and certain things like that. Nikostova Jim. Anyway, I'm sure you're right. So, uh, huh? Okay. Um, even though you're the supreme ruler, so they recognize him, and they're uh, happy with his pleasing behavior towards them. In the uh, nectar of devotion, of course, there's description of the qualities of Krishna. There's 64 listed there. After those 64, there's some extra ones there. Like there's a little chapter called Further Traits of Krishna. A couple of those listed are pleasing and magnanimous. And you know, the way it is in the nectar of devotion, they give examples of each one. I really don't know right now what he gives as pleasing. I thought of some of my own, but uh, I mean, there's so many things you could say, but I had thought of one. Anybody have one? Right off the top of their head, how Krishna's so pleasing. Oh, I was thinking that, you know, just like Krishna has millions of cows, but he knows all their names and he calls them out and they go out. So he's pleasing all of them, you know, by personally knowing their name and they listen, you know. And then magnanimous. Anybody have something else to say? Since I already asked. The other trait is magnanimous and it says, it's, it's it's, uh, I don't know what the dictionary definition is, but it says magnanimous is one who can give himself to others. And uh, it says, of course, Lord Chaitanya is this way. He gives himself to, you know, whoever doesn't matter who they are, they can get the mercy. And there's also a, <clears throat> a statement in Chaitanya Charitamrita that Lord Nityananda, the original spiritual master, Lord Nityananda, doesn't care whether someone's high or low. There's this verse. How does it go? Preme Mata Nityananda Kripa Avatar. He's a mercy avatar. Preme Mata means he's mad with Prema. Lord Nityananda, he's always in this mad state, you know. Kripa Avatar. Uttama Adama Kichuna Karivichara. It's not a consideration for him what what a person is, high or low. But then the next verse is kind of interesting. It says, Ye age parive. Tara karye means tara. Ye age parive means, um, age means in front, and parive means at the feet. <clears throat> ye, ye means a person, anyone who. So if you go in front of Lord Chaitanya, and, I mean Lord Nityananda, and throw yourself at his feet, then, tarakariya mistara, then you get deliver, deliverance. deliverance. If that's required that you go in front of Lord Nityananda and, and surrender. If you want that mercy, which is available, otherwise it's available to everyone. Anybody can have it. <clears throat> and Krishna uh, Kaviraj says something like, uh, Therefore, he's delivered the most fallen person, you know. More pleasing talk. It's another. Also, um, as we see Krishna's devotees, 
are very pleasing to others. They get that. They're able to please others by their talk. So Krishnadas Kagaraj, you know, throughout, he's so pleasing the way he, his attitude in writing Chaitanya Charitamrita and the things he says is so humble and pleasing. I was thinking how, uh, since Mother Sundami's not here, I'll tell a little story about her pleasing talk. Sometimes she goes over to the San Diego area and, you know, sometimes maybe does a program or two over there. And uh, one time they were having some program at, um, in North County, San Diego. There's devotees all over the county there, but they were having a home program up there and they had asked Mother Sundami to speak since she was in town. And Radhapad, our devotee who used to live here, who has the store, Namaste Shopping Center. We don't see him much. We saw him some recently, Radhapad. He's always, sometimes he comes out with these really effusive remarks about Mother Sundami. Great a devotee she is. <laughs> it's fun to be around when he's feeling like that. So he was saying that. He was saying, oh, yes, Sundami Maharaj, she, she was speaking at, at this... Uh, home program and you know, it was just so pleasing, you know. I just felt so good and he starts rubbing his chest and he just felt so good hearing her speak, you know. And <laughs> said, yeah, go on, go on more and more, you know. And uh, so anyway, but the other thing I was thinking is as far as the, uh, the sages here and their interaction with Krishna, as it said in yesterday, Dhiru Prabhu's verse, that, Forget how it's stated, but the uh, yoga maya energy is kind of thrown over this whole situation, which which makes this what is the yoga maya scenario? The yoga maya scenario is pleasing reciprocation, you know, between people that are surrendered and the supreme. So now these sages have come. I mean, they've seen Narayan. And they recognize him. Well, this yoga maya influence is there. This is part of what I, I imagine is the reason why they do recognize him. It's because of this kind of influence that comes. Just like Lord Chaitanya, when he was on his South Indian tour, he one of the early things that he did was meet some Ram Bhakta, Brahmana. I don't think he went to his house to take, take lunch. I don't know if he stayed there for any period of time, but he ended up, preaching to him, you know. But but this devotee said, you know, he was talking about how Krishna's Kavaraj was writing, he was speaking, saying, you know, my whole life I just have chanted the name of Brahm and I, I was getting so much pleasure out of it that I just I just kept doing it, you know, kept doing it. And uh, now I just, you know, he said, oh, one of the things he said was, I, I, I used to collect things that, that would uh, glorify the chanting of the holy names. So all these statements in the scriptures, he used to collect those and, and you know keep them. But he would always chant in the name of Ram. But then he let, left or met Lord Chaitanya, and uh, I think he invited him to his house or whatnot. <clears throat> I forget what all happened. Lord Chaitanya went went on his trip for a little bit, but for some reason he came back to the house of this Brahmin, and the Brahmin was chanting Hare Krishna. And uh, Lord Chaitanya, what is this? You know, why all of a sudden you're changing? And uh, the Brahmin says, "Well, I think it's your it's your influence." He said, "I think you're you're the you're Krishna, the supreme personality of Godhead, and you've influenced me. So now I can't stop chanting Hare Krishna." You know? 
So that's, uh, you know, there's something pleasing going on and then this yoga maya energy is there. You know, that's why we can't necessarily, you know, I can't give that to somebody, but for the time you can. Or Nityananda. So, um, so that's one point about what's going on here. Um, I was really thinking how, well, how do we, you know, we, we recognize it. Okay, there's two scenarios. There's the, it's almost somebody's compared it to the criminal code of law and the civil code of law. You have the criminal scenario where you can do whatever you want. You can make your own plans. You can do do whatever you want, and then, but you're kind of a criminal. You'll 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 get captured by the law for breaking the law. But there's there's a civil code for the people who obey the law. So it's like that yoga maya and mahamaya. So for us materialistic people, people have grown up in this culture. We have so many material attachments. But we recognize that okay, I want to be, I want to be in this pleasing relationship with Krishna, um, just like these sages, you know. And someday I want to see him, you know. So how do we get there? We have so many faults and bad habits and, and attachments. The main problem is our material attachment. So as we hear from, I was thinking this all depends on the mercy of the spiritual master. And Krishna gives us out of his kindness. He, he makes things happen, just like he's making things happen right before us in the Bhagavatam here. He also in our lives makes things happen. You know, he, he's, he's arranging things, <coughs> making scenarios come up. But one of the big, most important ingredients is the spiritual master for us. Um, there's a nice verse in the Brahma Samhita towards the end. Lord Brahma says, I kind of paraphrase this, I don't know exactly, probably Dio Gita does, but it says, the highest level of devotion, I think, can be attained by slow degrees, by the method of constant endeavor for self-realization, with the help of theistic conduct, conduct, um, scriptural evidence and who knows what else perseverance perseverance Daryl, i can't get anything on you <laughs> perseverance and practice <laughs> it's like a computer you just got it you just type it in and it's there um so yeah just thinking about that that's such a nice part of the reason i think i like this when i read it was it's totally different language than what i had heard before which if you if you know Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati, he's going to throw all kinds of really different language and it's all going to be great, you know, if you've got time to figure out what it means, you know, dictionary or whatever. But that verse is really, <coughs> so it says, by the method of constant, highest level of, you know, by slow degrees, it admits, this is a gradual thing, but through constant endeavor for self-realization, now, where do we get any inspiration or any information about self-realization from? Do we get that out of our own head? Are we, you know, what are the details about that? Jesus said, love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And then 
What next? Yes. Okay. I admit I should do that. How? You know, what are the details and how do you do that? So, uh, perseverance and or, uh, constant endeavor for self-realization. So our spiritual master, Shuddha Prabhupada, he's given us this whole program for constant endeavor for self-realization. Done, you know, that problem is solved. You know, you just check off the list in this verse and see how many things are just, just handed to us by the spiritual master. Um, theistic conduct, boom. Who's the example right there? Theistic conduct. We're, what kind of conduct do we have as people from this culture coming, trying to become self-realized? We have atheistic conduct. <laughs> Our conduct is atheistic. We are the sinner. We are God. <coughs> but we want to change. We admit, we admit, you know, this is not right. It hasn't worked. We want to change. So what is theistic conduct? Srila Prabhupada demonstrates. No problem. Oh, now I see. Okay, what's the next thing? What was the next thing? Scriptural evidence. Oh, scriptural evidence. Wow. Where do we get that from? Um, do we get the scripture and interpret the Sanskrit and decide what it means ourselves? Wow, what a process that would be. I don't know anything about Sanskrit. I'd start from the beginning with a dictionary. And then I'd be like, uh, what's her name? Veena. Making up my own ideas and never get anywhere. Wouldn't get past the first shloka in the stream to talk about Gita. We'd be so confused and wound up by all the different definitions of the words. But uh, so Srila Prabhupada is just getting it on a, on a dish. You know, here, just this is the way it is. Take this. Um, so, theistic conduct, scriptural evidence, and perseverance in practice. Again, Srila Prabhupada demonstrated that. Uh, he encouraged people in such a pleasing way that, that they were not just following, they were overjoyed to follow, you know, jumping up and down. <clears throat> Couldn't keep their eyes off Srila Prabhupada. And, uh, Unfortunately, I was thinking some devotees don't don't just take the gift. You know, Krishna has given the gift, the spiritual master, to the devotee. There's a couple of things that can happen. One is that a devotee won't will decide, oh, I've got to do it on my own. Like we heard in the memory state, there's this one devotee who came who made this dramatic entrance one day, Shri Prabhupada's up on the Vyasasana. And this devotee bursts into the temple and he comes up. Falls down and Srila Prabhupada and just sobs, sobbing, you know, and Srila Prabhupada, this is what I remember anyway, if it's wrong, sorry. Prabhupada's patting him on the head and saying, oh, my dear boy, I just want you to be happy. I just want you to be happy. And then what does the guy say, the devotee? He's just crying. He's like, I've, I've got to do it on my own. He <laughs> runs out of the temple, you know. Not, not that version, Mr. Oh, it's not? <laughs> no. There's another? Is the one in the, um, Lima Lucha, is that a different version? Yeah, that's the first version. Oh, I just thought it was him. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for a cigarette box in New York, I'm like, who's here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a different one. Oh. The one yeah. 
close that thinking out. This is another thing because, you know, I'm still working my way out of a lot of my faults. And I have to admit that, you know, at some points in my discipleship, having taken Giriraj Maharaj as my spiritual master, was I, I felt like I was being strongly encouraged after like five years in the temple in San Diego, not five, four and a half, four. You know, when are you going to take initiate? Uh, uh, <clears throat> so, Giriraj Maharaj had been coming. I thought, wow, he's such a sweet devotee, so nice. Surely, I, you know, it wouldn't be too heavy being a disciple with him and something I couldn't handle or something like that. And uh, so, anyway, I took initiation. Later on, I came here. I met Guru Prasad Swami. And I thought, oh my goodness. And I had such a good time with him. We went to the store together and different things. And he just, I thought, and I heard his, his lectures and I thought, my goodness, you know, it kind of started me thinking, maybe I, what if I had met him instead of Kira at first? You know, uh, wow. You know, I started thinking all these things. And I hadn't gotten to spend time with Giri Rajamaharaj. He told me when I got initiated, I said, you know, my health's not good. I won't be able to spend some personal time with you, with you much. You're going to have to take association from senior devotees, whatever, whenever you can, however you can, you know. I said, oh, okay. So, uh, but anyway, so uh, Guru Prasad Swami was here. And so that's, that's some things that can happen to a, uh, a devotee. They may think, ah, oh, what about a, a different spiritual? Maybe a Goyim Bhatt. <laughs> you know, maybe they'll actually say things that I want to hear. And because uh, I actually have my own plan. And I need a spiritual master to go along with that. <laughs> so, I mean, this is the way we are. We're, we're used to making, making our own little, we have our place to live, we have our, you know, computer, our car and our bank balance, and we make our own way. So people just have to cooperate with that. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, but then I have thought, in my own case, well, Krishna made this arrangement. Just like I can say in my own life, I can look back at just my devotee years. Like I was having physical problems in the, in the, in the um, temple when I was there. My life changed so much as I wasn't doing the exercise I was doing. All of a sudden this Indian diet. And, started to lose all this weight, week, week, week. I was doing the, the shopping, the boga shopping. I got to telling the temple president, well, you know, I don't know how much longer I can lift these 50 pound bags of potatoes and stuff and bring them home, put them in the truck. And <laughs> well, there's 40 gallons of milk and all this stuff. And uh, what's his name? Dr. Kirtamar Rajaratnam <laughs> Bless his heart, he was a temple president. And he, I don't know if he was trying to shame me or what. He said, okay, we got this Madhiji here that will go do that. <laughs> do that. So we had this really, and actually, actually, you folks know her. Um, she went to India. She came here and then she went to India. You remember her? No. She was thin and really energetic. And a little yogi, yogi. But she secretly had a boyfriend who was a, kind of a, a devotee on the side, and he was in India. 
So I think oh, she came yeah, and, yeah. and told you she wanted needed to go to India. And yeah. you helped her go and then right. never came back. Right. So that was her, her name is Sue. Yeah. She was from Chicago and she had a lot of energy. She's kind of like the mother of Mary Erickson. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> Tons of energy all the time. And I think she smoked cigarettes actually in the ashram. Speaking of cigarettes. <laughs> But uh, you know, she kept it, she kept it pretty, pretty low, but like, she had so much energy, she probably calmed down a little bit here sometimes. So, uh, now why am I talking about this? Oh, oh, well, yeah. No, I was thinking, yeah, I started to say that um, it was so amazing that, that one day this some nice person with a sad face, look on their face, was sitting alone in the temple room. And, and I would happen to be there, so the arctic was going on, and I was passing the lamp to this person i never seen before. And she, she just looked at me with this awkward attitude, like, oh, thank you so much, when I would pass or something. And then the next day she comes in, I think it was the next day, and gives me an Ayurveda book, this same book that we had here when I came here. Ayurveda, a life of balance, and it tells all about your doses and what diet, what things you should eat and not eat. And I, I started reading that thing and started figuring out a lot of problems that the doctors have been telling me for years. We don't know what, you know, we don't know what, what this is, you know, but you can do this, you can do that, you can take this medicine, okay? And uh, so I tried all that and, you know, things kind of muddled along, but Really, over the years, I started to figure things, a lot of things out by uh, this Ayurveda. But the basic problem all along was, was me trying to have sense gratification. I turned my life completely over to sense gratification in Southern California. <laughs> Even though I knew about Jesus when I was young, and I said prayers, and I believed in God, you know, I decided at age 30 that I was going to Southern California <laughs> from Tennessee. <laughs> and just... Figure it out how how to be the you know how to get it get the most out of life you know. So I was pretty healthy when I went and uh, was more or less healthy when moving the temple, but it changed. So I was just thinking how how Krishna could. I said to Giriraj Maharaj one time, I said, you know, Krishna could have given me that book, or he could have told me at any point how to avoid these <coughs> these problems that I started having health wise. And, uh, but no, he did it at a certain time and I can't argue with that. So I was thinking, you know, I may have thought, well, I could have a different spiritual master, but no, I was given a certain person. Now I've got to stick by that person. And, you know, this is Krishna's helping me. It's not as, <coughs> it's not up to me to figure out something like that. So, um, I don't know. I've thought about these things for a long time. And, Never have really talked about it openly so much in a class like this, but <clears throat> but I was thinking how you know we want this opportunity that the the sages have. We want to be you know in the mode mood mode of sattvashuddha, pure goodness, and we want to be able to associate with supremeness pleasing reciprocal arrangement, yoga maya, that's, that's, we can have that, but it's, it's necessary to do it through a spiritual master. Um, 
And Krishna arranges, if we're sincere, he arranges for us to have a nice spiritual master. And we should go along with Krishna's arrangement. I think, that's my opinion. Even though it may look like, well, I'm not too sure sometimes. You know? So, uh, or other things, like I said, may come in the way. We may decide we want to do it on our own. It's just kind of, as most of us know here, we've heard and we know enough by now that it's not really... I mean, I've heard that it's that it's possible. I've heard admitted sometimes that it's possible a person can do that because, after all, there's a Chaiti Guru. And if a person's sincere enough, he could, you know, be directed by it. But really, we have a short life, and the fast route is to just cooperate with the spiritual master as much as possible in as many ways as we can. You know, as many details as you can notice through our... Uh, ignorance, to watch our spiritual master carefully, look and see what he likes, and, uh, you know, maybe would hope for for us. I mean, I've heard, like before I took, took initiation, I heard people were trying to encourage me, like, come on, you know, they're saying, you know, they're not going to tell you anything you can't do or something like that, I guess. Even if you take initiative, I think one of the devotees was seeing what was going on in my mind, you know, the questions I had, you know, can I really surrender to it? I'm trying to learn about Srila Prabhupada. I mean, I, I kind of gave my heart to Srila Prabhupada, and I don't know what will happen if I t- pledge my life to another person. What, what am I going to really do with that? So he said, don't worry, you know, this kind of spiritual masters, don't, they don't, like they're not going to ask you to drop everything and go preach in China or something. It's gonna, you know, if you're here serving in the temple, they're going to encourage you to keep doing that. You know, it's not going to like make some huge change for you. So, uh, so I was thinking, well, <clears throat> it's all really a nice arrangement. There's no reason to struggle against it either. You know, it's like we were talking the other day in the car. I heard this story also about the Marine Corps recruit who was in basic training. He, he was having such a hard time. He just didn't want to do a lot of the stuff that he had to do, of course. It's a, it's a rough thing, you know. Um, get kicked out of bed every morning. There's no question in the military, you know. <laughs> You get, you get up when, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it starts from there. You know, you surrender to the whole thing. So he didn't like a lot of the stuff. He didn't like this, the drill master, the drill sergeant, you know, who's, they try to find a person who's a little bit unhappy and they get in their face and make them as unhappy as they can possibly make them, you know, by screaming at him, cursing at him, you know, calling them every name they can think of. So they endure this, and this, this uh, recruit was, Say, you know, I really wanted to be a Marine. I had it in my heart, but I wanted to, you know, I would have loved to have quit at any time. He said, but then I realized that pretty soon I could be in a war scenario. And this person is actually trying to teach me what I need to know. So I should really cooperate with him. It looks like he's being a jerk, but, you know, he's actually, you know, what if, what if I get captured in Afghanistan or something? What are they going to do to me? You know, are they going to scream at me like this drill sergeant? 
If they do, I've already had it. I know about that already. Isn't that surprising me? But if, if, if the drill sergeant babies me along or something, you know, oh, would you please pick up your pack and run out on the beach now? <laughs> please, you know, we need to do our physical therapy or our physical training now <laughs> and be ready for lunch. Won't lunch be nice? <laughs> you know, you can't get, there's no sweet talk there. So uh, that's the military. <coughs> We've heard uh, being in his kind of devotee is kind of like, at least in the old days, like being in the military. So it's, it's cooperation with the people who are above us. And this pleases the people who are above us if we can do that somehow or another. <coughs> as ignorant and foolish as we are, and we don't like to cooperate. If we do that, then, you know, things go nice and they want to help us. It's automatic, just like parents in a, in a family. You have a bunch of different kids. One of them may just do everything the parent wants. No problem. This kid has never given me a problem. You know? So how's he going to be treated? Well, if he needs a car, wants to go on a date, he's 16 years old. He's never given me a problem. I can trust him. You know, he's got his driver's license. You know, now this other, my other son, you know, he's pretty good. Now he's a good kid, you know. He's a really good kid. But he has a little, some things now and then, you know, that I have to kind of watch him. I have to keep an eye on him sometimes. So, uh, you know, there's different types of, of kids under the parents. But if, if, a, if a child cooperates as much as possible, we can see, you know, then the parents, it's easy for the parents and they can like, just open it up. They're freely give to the, to the child or to the disciple, whatever. So anyway, I don't want to ramble. Does anybody have any comments? And hope some of this makes sense and even relates to the verse that we had today. You know, when you were, you were, you were with uh, Guru Prasad Maharaj, mm -hmm. he came to San Diego? No, here. Okay. Came here. And you really hit it off with us. Yeah, we, you know, no. I mean. Did it ever, did it ever occur to you? Or did it ever, did you ever read in the first chapter of CC? No. You can have, you can have one initiator, but you can have unlimited yeah, yeah, instructors. Yeah. Did he say anything about that? Did you talk about Guru Prasad Swami? Well, did you think of it, or did he talk about it? I mean, At that time, I had not read the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Yeah. You know? no, there's a good and I was, example. Yeah, that's, that's a good point, too. Really needs yeah. to know what's what. And, uh, yeah. We can have that. But I was thinking, you know, probably for my own sense of gratification, my own glorification, oh, what if this was my spiritual master? And we had, we were tight, you know, we had such a great relationship or something. You but know, you can have that. Your yeah, yeah, I know. I know, but <laughs> I see what you're saying, but, you know, so anyway, I, I was, I think I was being a materialistic, you know, I was being, because we, we talked on this, going to Sprouts, we talked about like going bowling, for God's sake, you know, I said, uh, Maharaj, you know, Mother Sandami has given us 40 bucks, $40 to spend on, on organic stuff for your salads and stuff. So, is it $40? We can go bowling. <laughs> and I said, oh, really? He was, he was laughing, you know, and he's telling me different things, you know, like about himself when he was, 
you know, young, now he's in high school, and he said, you know, I never really went for a girlfriend and stuff. On the weekends, I would just go bowling. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to, you know, I just didn't see a lot of point in it, and so I would just get a friend and we'd go bowling. So, uh, you know, we got enough money, and you want to go? <laughs> I thought, wow, it was really fun. Then we went to the store and went through the store, you know, and all this stuff. And so then I got bewildered thinking, well, this is what I need for a spiritual master. I need somebody to be a buddy with. <laughs> you know, forget what Krishna wanted for me and gave me, you know, out of his extreme kindness to a jerk like me, give me a spiritual master like Giri Maharaj. I've been hearing some of his lectures lately, like Japa workshops and especially Nectar of Instruction uh, series seminars from, I think, Dallas or Houston in like 2004. <clears throat> My goodness, the stories that he had, he knows, and the, you know, even the Krishna Leela, things about Radharani and the Gopis, and he could just go on and on and talk for hours and hours. So his lectures are two hours each, and there's like thirteen of them, you know, and he just, and you can tell the people in the audience they just, like, he's he's speaking so, uh, <coughs> like, outside of himself, and everybody's just like together on it, you know, like. When you have these nice sannyasis or nice elevated speakers, they they just you can you can feel that they're outside of their own uh, little private world. They they're in another world and they're speaking in that, and everybody just kind of comes together and like feeds off of it, you know. And you can you can feel it even on the tape like that. So there's these lectures, and I've been listening to it and thinking lately, you know, how silly I've been so many times, thinking, you know, but. Uh, so anyway, that's part of the reason why I'm thinking about these things because I've been hearing Maharaj speak a lot lately. I was just remembering uh, <coughs> in Sri Krishna Bhandanamrita, Srila Narahari Sarkar Thakur says that when we hear things from our Shiksha gurus, mm -hmm. um, we should bring it. If we're not sure about it, we should bring it to our Shiksha guru, like our dad. That's a good idea. And run it by that person. Yeah. And that person will either he'll he'll know how to apply it in your case. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. I mean, you can have that. Mm -hmm. You can have the buddies. You can have the the dads. Mm -hmm. and that's all part of the whole parang parang going back to that. Yeah. You don't need it all. That's good advice. I never did that with Kiri Rajmara. I told him about these thoughts, these silly thought ideas that I had. Kind of glad I didn't because, my goodness, I'm like sixty year old person. I should be mature enough to know certain things, you know. But <laughs> anyway, this whole thing of taking taking uh, discipleship is all new to me. I never something I never thought about before. And even when I was living in the temple and doing service, I never really thought about it too much. I thought, well, I've got Srila Prabhupada, I got my service, and my my life is just like complete. But anyway, I have experience doing what Sri Shrupa was talking about, where I hear from different people and I kind of formed almost almost formed a solid opinion mm -hmm. or belief. But then fortunately, I've taken it to Jivananda and uh, it'll just like totally destroy <laughs> my belief. <laughs> like in a, in a wonderful way, like by, by giving examples, by giving references, by describing the different aspects of it. Yeah. Just destroy what I was thinking. Yeah. And, and also the mood coming from maybe the other side. 
Yeah. Yeah. Somebody was saying how the other day, just some realization that we should try to see things from Krishna's point of view, you know? And what is Krishna's point of view? We can't see Krishna. We're not hearing him play his flute, looking at him or anything. So um, he's speaking to us. He's given us his spiritual master so he can speak to us, you know? So we have to, that's the way we were supposed to listen. It's said, you know, you know the scriptures that say that way. Just try to learn the truth by approaching the spiritual master. So what you did is very good. You know, we should do that. I should do that. <laughs> I don't speak to my spiritual master so much. I have to depend on, I guess I have to depend on other spiritual masters. <laughs> Anybody have any other things? Does this relate to the verse at all today? I was trying sort to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Go back to the, uh, we were talking about pleasing. First we were talking about yeah, how to get that pleasing relationship with Krishna. Mm. You know, through the spiritual master. That's the only way, really. In the short time and with the foolishness we have in our brain, the big pile of garbage, you know, the gift is there, the spiritual master, and you know, helping us to know what the scripture is saying and how it plays out in, in practical life and, and, you know. so is that it huh that's okay yeah okay all right let's break up then grunge red stream and bhagavad to me josh here probably oh i had something oh, I had